you know, one of the things that I found interesting, of course, you know, when you start to, and here's one of the things that I think is important. One of the things that I used to do as an EMS leader as a best practice is this, and, and, you know, you may want to bring this into your organizations and and try this as well. So I think we have to prepare for when these issues happen in our own backyard. Now, I got to tell you, man, Ferguson, Missouri was one of those things that popped up that we were uh, unprepared for. We, you know, we didn't know how to deal with, you know, we kind of, what worked for us today uh, didn't work for us tomorrow. But as a best practice, one of the things that we used to do is when these things used to happen, and I think I started it with the Aurora shooting, is I would get the workforce and the leadership team in a room I would play the 911 tapes and I would say, okay, now, this just happened at the corner of blank and blank in our coverage area, and this is what we know so far. What's the plan of how we're going to do this? And even Mm -hmm. with the Orlando shooting of going into a nightclub, you know, going into a mall, going into a, a, a movie theater, going into a church, how are you now going to use this as an opportunity to prepare your organization for when this happens in your backyard. This is a great way now to look at your plan of attack if terrorism happens. But here's one of the things that I took from this, Kelly, is I'm a little concerned with the focus of the shooting, meaning that a lot of people have now brought focus to, to to the gay community and have said, you know, this is a hate crime. And instead of it being that a terrorist... A homegrown terrorist killed American citizens. I think we're making it, you know, into something that's going to just one group of people. If we were treating everybody equally from the very, very beginning, would we necessarily be saying, you know, it's a it's a hate crime against blacks or the gays or the whatever it is? And are we missing the bigger picture here to say this is a, just a terrorist attack against American citizens? It, you know, I believe it was a terrorist attack against American citizens, but but I don't think that that it being a terrorist attack and a hate crime are mutually exclusive things. Uh, the shooter's ex-wife has has come out and said on Brazilian television that uh, she believed he was gay, uh, and there's been some allegations uh, uh, that his father engaged in, in gay shaming, and and you know there's. Uh, there's probably no more homophobic person than a closeted gay man who loathes uh, his his true self, uh, and that's a sad thing that that society teaches us that that uh, the way you were born is is uh, justification for hating yourself uh, and then lashing out at others. Um, you know, and and it may have been that that he was a, a closeted gay man and and uh, unable to accept himself as he was and, and used uh, uh, you know Islamic teaching, radical Islamic teaching, to uh, as his excuse to lash out. Uh, be that as it may, um, whether it was a terrorist attack or, or just a, a, a madman engaging in a, uh, a mass shooting against people he thought were justifiable targets, um, is, uh, you know, it's something we're going to have to deal with. And, and you know, you mentioned how, how we can streamline and, and, and uh, um, 
make more efficient our EMS response by, by trying to learn the lessons of each of these events. Um, I'd add to that that we also need to, to try to learn the lessons uh, of what it does to us as responders to, to respond to those events. Um, Nancy has family that responded to, to Sandy Hook, uh, and they still can't talk about it. Um, and, and, you know, recently on the, in the, in the past few days, there's been the, uh, the paramedic who, who, uh, gave the, the play by play or the, the, uh, um, blow by blow replay of what was going on as he responded in, in Orlando. Um, and Justin Shore wrote about, uh, uh, one person writing about the, the most horrific thing was not the, the blood and the bodies. It was the ringing cell phones. You know, you're, you're, you're standing amidst all that carnage and all these innocent people taken and their phones are ringing from, uh, from their loved ones trying to get in touch with them. You know, they've heard about it on the news and they're trying to see if they're okay. And, and just standing there and listening to those phones ring, knowing that they're not going to be okay. And, uh, they're never going to answer that phone again is, has got to be something that, that rips at the soul of, of the providers who, who responded. So not only do you have to be ready for the event, should it occur, but you need, you need plans in place to take care of your people afterwards because it's going to be one of those things that uh that uh they never are able to forget we just have to help them deal with the psychological and emotional trauma 